morning, lovely listeners. Welcome to episode 21 of Stace and Barry in the morning, your Saturday morning slice of geeky nonsensory. That's not our tagline, but it sounded good, so I'm quite glad I said it. I am the titular Stace, and joining me on this big virtual internet sofa of comfy morning times is my good friend and podcast big brother, the Barry Nuge Cake. Hello. Hello. Good morning. You're all right, darling. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm still... I was mid good morning. Sorry. I got excited. Man. I'm sorry. Do you want to do it again? Well, moment's kind of gone now, so I'm just going to shrug my shoulders that no one can see and just go, yeah, morning, everyone, all right? I mean, it's still morning, so it's fine. You can still, fine. You can still say it. I'll say morning for the third time. No, this will be the fourth time. Morning, yeah. everyone, for the fourth time. I'm Brett Nugent. Welcome to... Um, Stacey and Barry in the morning. I was going to say nothing but the geek. I realised that's not <laughs> We have got to stop doing so many podcasts and getting confused. <laughs> Welcome to um, whatever Welcome podcast to you think. one of the podcasts that I'm doing. <laughs> ah, excellent. Well, uh, it's Saturday, boo yeah, and it's cooled down. Thank God for anyone who was uh, worried about what the weather was like in Britain. I am not a sweaty mess of a human being right now, so it's definitely better. However, I am I am cursing the rain gods because I am looking at my roof. Ask why I'm looking at my roof. Why are you looking at your roof, B? Well, more importantly, I'm looking at all the scaffolding around my roof and around my house. Oh, dear. Because my roof needed to be replaced completely and... I'd been dead said to me, we're going to start 6th of August. Well, that's fine. We're in the middle of this ridiculous heat wave. What could go wrong? <laughs> oh, no. And then Thor was like, hold my mead. <laughs> yeah. It was like, what? The dude just getting work done? Right. <laughs> F up oh, his no. day. So, yeah. So, oh. basically... Um, the job which should have taken, I don't know, four to five days, I don't know, we're into like week two now. Oh, no. So, yeah. <laughs> Day 13 yeah. in the Barry Nugent house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what an old school reference. Is that even still on? Do people still watch Big Brother? I don't know. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. Oh. Well, well, I don't yeah, care. I don't, yes. Yeah. <laughs> do not care. Oh dear. Well, hey, this is us keeping it tight. So how about let's move on to a segment. <laughs> yeah, let's keep it real. Get to a segment. Let's keep it real. I'm going to be cheeky and I'm going to do mine first. So we're going to kick off with a bit of musical musings. <laughs> Jazz. I was about to say today, but today is definitely Saturday. Ahem. So this week has been a good week for new music albums dropping <laughs> i know what i'm talking about do you oh, i mean a little bit sort of uh okay so a few albums from bands and artists what i like dropped this week um and the one that i want to talk to you about and one song in particular is by a band called ninja sex party are you are you aware of this band Barry? um is it gonna make me really uncool if i say no no i don't think so because i don't think they're that like super well known okay then no. I've heard of ninjas and I've heard of six sex parties. I've just not heard of the two things coming together. <laughs> okay, well, Ninja Sex Party are a comedy band, comedy duo, and their whole shtick is that one of them is a ninja who like barely ever says anything and just goes around murdering people in their music videos. And the other one is a retired ninja who is now like 
basically like he sees himself as some sort of like Casanova like Lothario sex god but actually he's like a hundred percent useless at you know like everything (laughs) so he thinks he's god's gift to women and that he knows everything about like sex and sex related business but then actually he really doesn't and it's kind of the opposite and it's hilarious hilarity ensues their new album which is called cool patrol is legit the best thing they've ever done and there's a there's a song on that i can't stop laughing (laughs) there's a song on there called smooth talking uh (laughs) right so i'm gonna set the scene for you this morning i had uh, a really sad day i started my day uh doing a cry at a piece of bad news that i had so i put this album on thinking right of all the albums that have dropped today this is going to be the most likely to not make me continue crying throughout the day except maybe with laughter So I'm in the middle of cleaning my teeth and smooth talking comes on. And sort of the essence of this song is the idea that that Danny Sexbang, the non-ninja of the duo, is is trying to prove that he knows how to talk dirty to women or to smooth talk to women. Um, (laughs) And then the, the whole song is literally just like, like dirty talk, but all the pervy bits are just replaced with absolute nonsense words and he thinks it's sexy. Right. So the opening line to this song is, Girl, I'm going to take my flang dilly out and slam it in your flop. <laughs> and, I, and I laughed so hard, I, I snorted toothpaste and then choked on it and then spat it into my own fringe. <laughs> it was the most ridiculous I've ever looked in my entire life and I was so glad that Richard already left the house. Um but the song doesn't like it just carries on being ridiculous from there and I just basically cried laughing through the whole thing um but the best thing about it is that it's actually like a really tasty jam like it's a proper like groovy funky sexy jam and it's so good I, I would recommend everybody check it out okay. if you want to laugh or listen to a sexy jam cool <laughs> I feel like you're not appreciating just how oh. ridiculous I was like covered in toothpaste <laughs> from this morning I've got to say it's a it's an image I'm struggling to conjure because it was so, your description was so detailed. I was trying to follow it along in my mind and then I just got, my mind was like, you know what, I'm out. I mean, just imagine my entire face like covered in white fur. Do you know what? No, we're not going to talk about ninja sex party and imagining my face covered in white stuff. That's a mistake. Uh, it's, uh, d- uh, d- do you know what? The rest of the album <laughs> is a lot less uh, gross. Is it? Is it? <laughs> I mean, no, yeah, because there, there is a song about um, like how to be super cool and there's also like a song about uh, releasing the Kraken, which is very exciting, but the Kraken turns out to not actually be that useful. Um, there's a song about, what was the, what's the other really good? Oh, there's a song called First Date, which is where he basically just goes on a crime spree to impress a girl. <laughs> We've all been there. I did see the music video for that one and think, I think me and Rich did dating wrong. Because uh, we never stole any Picasso paintings, but, you know, oh well. Hey, there's still time anniversaries and stuff. That, that, is, true. that is very true. Uh, but it is a very fun, very fun album. I've been listening to a lot of Ninja Sex Party lately just because uh, I've been having a weird couple of months mental health-wise, so things that make me laugh are, like, top of my to-listen-to list. So, yeah, if you fancy a laugh, Ninja Sex Party. Okay. There you go. Do they actually do a song called Ninja Sex Party? Because that, that would make for quite a good song title. Not not as far as I'm aware. I believe that um, Dan, who's like the lead singer of the band, chose the name because it's everybody's three favourite things. I don't think he, he polled enough people. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds to me like he polled a, a really specific group of people. 
himself uh, <laughs> yeah um they do have a song though called uh, ninja sex party theme which is all about the kind of shenanigans they get up to as ninjas and like sexy jewish men but anyway yeah they're good love it <laughs> that was by far the weirdest musical musings you've done i think i think it might be and i think if i put a little clip of that song in there you'll be even more distressed when <laughs> when you listen to this episode Carl, I can wait. Ah, happy days. Shall we? Uh, shall we roll on? Shall we roll on to your pick of the fortnight? For the love of all that is holy, please. Trumpet, Stace. So I'm a bit torn about my pick of the fortnight because I could either go with something new that I've been watching, or I can go with something classic that I watched. Um, I, I mean, I'm not good at making decisions, so you do you, Barry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> me do, okay, this is me doing me. Hey, Barry, hey, Barry, right, let's crack on. Um, okay, I'm going to go to classic. So I needed to do a lot of ironing. Stick with me. It sounds like a boring story <laughs> and it's going to continue that way. I'm sorry. <laughs> and... Uh, I was like, oh, what can I, you know, what can I stick on whilst I'm riding? Just something to watch. And I've watched it ages. And we've got Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. And um, they just added um, The Mummy and The Mummy Returns. Oh, nice. So to, to clarify for people that are hard of hearing, by The Mummy, I mean the uh, the one that's in the, that was set, not set, the one that came out in the 90s with Brenda Fraser and Rachel Weisz, not the uh, Tom Cruise shitty one. That came out. <laughs> year or a couple of years ago i mean it was all right do you know what i mean but it, i haven't seen it it was a bit, it was a bit shit. don't care anyway <laughs> so um i hadn't seen the mummy even though i love anyone that knows me knows i love like pulp adventure films and stuff and i've got the mummy on dvd but i haven't watched it in years either of them and i have to say i it's been a long time since i've had that much fun re-watching something i'd forgotten <laughs> how much i enjoyed that film it's just it moves really quick. It's just a blast. I love Rachel Rice. Um, Brendan Fraser, he's not the best actor in the world, but hes he doesn't need to be in a film like that. Do you know what I mean? He, yeah. He's, he's, the action's cracking. Yeah, yeah. I still think The Mummy got a bit shortchanged in it, though. Well, uh, no, I don't think so. Although, I haven't seen it for years, and I feel like maybe I'm due a rewatch. Okay, let's, let's, uh, re- go on. let's recap, okay? okay. So, he <laughs> cheated... Well, the, he he cheated on the pharaoh with mm-hmm. the pharaoh. So he got for the pharaoh's wife, yeah, which isn't good, you know. No, no man's supposed to touch her, apparently. And his okay, actually, no. To be fair, they then did kill the pharaoh. That was a bit harsh. <laughs> I was going to say, I feel like you were about to say, and then he got cursed forever, which seems a yeah. little bit much. And I was yeah, like, that, did, I'm pretty sure there was a murder. <laughs> yeah, they did kill the pharaoh. However. All the priests that are with him, they mummified alive, which I thought was a touch much. They're only, like, following orders. And then him, they kind of, like, cut out his tongue and his organs or whatever. And then um, put immortal scarab beetles in, in the coffin with him, buried him alive for, for him to be eaten for all eternity. Now, again, what he did was wrong. I'm not <laughs> saying, you know, kids, if you're listening, murder Don't do a murder. No. <laughs> Especially, don't murder magical pharaohs, kids. It's wrong. 
mm-hmm. never ends well for anyone, especially you. Okay, I want to make that clear. However, it did seem a little bit much. Also, seemed a little bit stupid. Would you not? They actually knew that if this guy ever woke up, he was going to be a plague amongst the living and and destroy the world. So why would you give him that? Why would you do that in the first place? Why not just leave one part out? <laughs> I've I, yeah, I've never understood the idea of like ancient curses like that because I'm like, I mean, on the one hand, that seems like a relatively good thing, like a good punishment to curse someone. But when when the result of that punishment and that curse is essentially the end of the world, like that's not everybody else's problem. Like he killed the pharaoh, not you know present day Brendan Fraser. <laughs> like, yeah, he doesn't deserve to get almost mummy murdered. So, you know? uh- I, I did feel that was my takeaway from my rewatch of The Mummy that I thought it was a little <laughs> bit harsh and I don't think they felt that thought it through however it was a very enjoyable film and mm. I watched The Mummy Returns and I actually really enjoyed it and I wasn't expecting to enjoy The Mummy Returns as much as I did because I do remember having some problems with it and however the CG <sighs> oh yes not mm. being kind. It has not been kind. No, is that the one that has like the rock scorpion yeah. at the end? Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. Ugh. I put it this way: <laughs> given the fact anyone that knows me knows that I am terrified of insects, creepy crawlies, especially giant ones. I actually laughed when the scorpion king. Came. <laughs> that should give you some indication of like how the CG is not aged. Mm-hmm. Well, but the rest of the film I, I really enjoyed, and it even had a kid in it. And I've got to say, the kid actually was pretty good. And normally, kids in films, no. Yeah, <laughs> same. No, that that kid's all right actually. I yeah. do, I I quite like that movie. Like aside from the the ropey CGI, and the thing that that riled me up about the CGI in that movie is I don't feel like they needed to CGI the Rock's face. Like his entire upper body yeah. is normal The Rock, so he doesn't need to be CGI. <laughs> like just CGI him some pincers and like a scary scorpion lower half. Like you don't his face is fine. Just leave it alone. Um, but you know. Oh, well, what are you going to do? Uh, It's a good movie still, I think. Also, as well, I've got to say, people who talk about the first two Terminator films and how much Sarah Connor kind of changed between films and she became like, she was quite, not tipped, she was like normal in the first Mm -hmm. film, scared and whatever. In the second film, she was like this sort of hardcore badass. Rachel Weisz goes through a pretty similar transformation, I felt. Yep. Yeah. So, Mummy, great. Really enjoyed it. I'll talk about the new thing that I watched next time. Sorry. Oh, okay. Oh, I, was, I can I was, talk about it quickly now. I was a bit intrigued. I mean, we've got time. We've okay. only got one segment left in 15 whole minutes. Boom. Okay. <laughs> Strapping kids. We're going in. So, uh, do you have Netflix? I do. Okay, yes. good. That was a bit aggressive. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking do, yeah. Fucking do. One of you. Yeah. You want some? <laughs> you want some on Netflix, bitch? Um, so, do you want... Because obviously Netflix has a lot of... Um, European shows on there and shows from other countries, mm-hmm. which I've started to delve in. And what I've discovered is a lot of other countries that do genre stuff do it pretty damn well. Oh. American, UK, techno. So on on um, Dave and I have talked a lot about a show called The Ministry of Time, which if you haven't seen, you should get on that. It's a Spanish show. But this other show that I've been watching is called Money Heist. Oh. Um, again, it's a Spanish show, so it's dubbed. Mm-hmm. The best way to describe this would be if you took Die Hard, as <laughs> right. in the first Die Hard film, mm-hmm. you shot it from the point of view of 
Hans Gruber and his mates robbing the place. Uh-huh. And Bruce Willis wasn't in it. It was all focused on the robbers. And really, and there was a guy on the, and Hans Gruber wasn't in the building. He was outside the building kind of overseeing the heist. That's pretty much money heist. Oh, okay. So basically, the guy, um, the guy, on the, the guy on the outside is called the professor. He's the guy who's kind of organised everything. He's brought the team together, and and it's their plan. They're following to kind of rob this. I think they're robbing the Royal Mint, and there's this whole kind of con, um, complicated plan. Complicated plan. This guy, I said this to Dave earlier, and I'm sticking by it. Is one of my like top five criminal geniuses ever. <laughs> ever. I would. I'd, I'd probably. Even moved it up to top three. I've never seen anyone that clever in a show. I'm like, you are the clever. You, I'm every episode. I'm rooting for. Them. I want them to get away with this because his plan is so good. And every time you think, so it's a bit of a cat and mouse. Because on the other side, you've got this kind of um, hostage negotiator that they bring in, and she is like as pretty much as clever as he is. And she's got a whole kind of Sherlock Holmes vibe about her. So it's got so it's kind of like Holmes and Moriarty. Yeah. Um, but I think the difference is most films I watch or whatever where they do Professor Moriarty, you you just accept the fact that he's really clever because they've told you he's Professor Moriarty. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Whereas in this one, they actually show you why he's that clever. And yeah, he's brilliant. Brilliant. Awesome. So it's an awesome, awesome show. I've already, I think they broke the first season into two parts. I think the first part is 13 episodes and I think the second part is nine episodes. I'm on to the second part now. I've watched about four episodes of the second part. This is within two weeks. I've watched it all. Me and Sue. Awesome show. Good times. I feel like our Netflix watching habits are quite vastly different because I've been watching Cupcake and Diner. (laughs) Is there any criminal geniuses in that show? Uh, there's not no. There's an adorable animated cupcake and a dino, and they do general tasks for people, and it's cute and funny. Sounds like a funny cop film. The way you kind of. <laughs> I wish that that's what it was like, but it's. I mean, I don't because I love the version that it is, but it's a hundred percent just a silly animated, funny comedy time. Okay. Where they, they, yeah, it's, it's general, by general services. I mean, they literally just do odd jobs for people and then get into shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> they do it so cute hey now we've only got nine minutes so that's a that's probably a good time to to put out our as yet unnamed new video game segment i tried to go a little bit video gamey but it didn't really work i'm sorry it really did work no no i didn't think it through and i should have thought it through but like i just i just made some noises with my face i'm sorry um if you've got any good ideas for a name for this segment, that'd be really great, guys. But basically, it's just me and Barry talking about video games because I'm trying to get back into them at the moment because I used to be a really big gamer when I was a kid. And then I don't know what happened when I was about 13, but I just developed this anxiety around playing games in that I didn't want other people to realise how shit I was. So I just stopped playing them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, no, everybody's going to see how terrible I am. So I just stopped so the video game I would like to talk about, and it's not it's not new, and I'm t- I'm gonna subtly Google it right now because I didn't note down any of the useful information about it, like its developers and whatnot. You um, do realise by saying you're gonna subtly Google it, you. I'm not being subtle at all. Okay. Yeah. Good. 
Yeah, I'd got, I was going to cut it out, but it's, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to cut it out. I'm too lazy. Hey, so I said to Rich, pick me out a game that is going to be fairly low stakes so I don't panic to get me back into video games because there's no good like lobbing me into like a God of War or something because I'll do a poo in my pants and cry. So he chose uh, a game uh, called Costume Quest 2. I haven't played Costume Quest 1, but I'm assured I don't really need to to understand... <laughs> the sequel um and it's essentially a um it's like a role-playing game um where oh, what's the name of oh, for fuck's sake i'm so useless what's the name of that style of game where when you battle people you like you like have one action turn, in the fight there you go it's one of them so um it's this adorable animated cutie pie game from double fine productions I, th- I, can't, I haven't written down who the artist was, which is really bad because the artist is ador- Freddie Lee. There you go. Uh, it's absolutely adorable. And it's about this group of kids who uh, have to travel through time to different, well, time and space, to different places and different Halloweens to collect costumes which give them powers to defeat a scary enemy. Um, and it's really fun (laughs) there's a I mean Rich thinks I only like it because there's like a superhero costume you can put on and if you put it on a certain character she turns into a superhero that looks almost exactly like me except skinny (laughs) 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 she's amazing (laughs) Rich is like you're only playing this because you think she looks awesome don't you and I was like "Well, well I mean that's it's definitely one of the reasons, but also it's really fun. And for somebody who is scared of, you know, games where villains creep up on you and try and like stab you in the back of the head and stuff. Um, it's nice to just walk up to a monster and then it's like, Hey, here's your turn at killing it. And I'm like, Whoopa! and then it takes a turn at trying to kill me. It's like, I can be chill about it. And it's, <laughs> <laughs> but it's a really good game so far. It's like, it's really cute, but it's really engaging. Um, and it's really fun. So, and you have like little side quests you have to do as well in order to like obtain bits of the costume. Um, so it's not just like walking around fighting things and then getting a costume. You have to like collect candy for a certain kid who'll then give you a map for a thing over there. And like, yeah, it's very much fun. I like it a lot. Cool. So that's Costume Quest 2. Two, yeah. I'm sure Costume Quest 1 is great. I just haven't played it. <laughs> <laughs> and what's, what, did you say what system that's on you played it? I'm playing it, I believe it's on um, most platforms. I think I'm playing it on the PlayStation 4. Okay. But I think I think you can get it on the Xbox 360 as well and the Xbox One and possibly the Wii U. Okay. So, yeah, it's very fun. Cool. I like it. All right. Um, how many minutes do I have? He says got wasting five. minutes. We've got five minutes. Go, Barry, go. Okay. So I have been – so I am a, I'm a big gamer, but I go through uh, – Fits and starts. There'll be times where I don't do any gaming for like, you know, six months. And then suddenly I'll be like gaming solidly for like another six months. And really, it's not really that. It's really pretty predictable when I think about it. <laughs> um, uh, but recently I've been kind of struggling a little bit because a lot of the games, I, I tend to go for third person games a lot. I like third person games. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've just finished one which is Ghost Recon Wildlands which I really enjoyed although the ending was absolutely shit um, <laughs> but you know as they say it's all about the journey uh, so I've tried to play a couple of other games I've just 
that are similar and I've just not been able to get into them. So I thought, you know, I'm going to go back to something that I've got that's completely different. So have you, if I said the Telltale games. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Go on. So the Telltale games are the point and click adventures um, that were developed by Telltale. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And I know the big ones that people talk about are the Walking Dead versions. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Walking Dead games and I did pick up one of these uh, some years ago and I just couldn't even though everyone tells me it's really good and I'm sure people now hate me will come flying in or digital <laughs> um, I, I just couldn't get into it I couldn't get into it but then I don't watch the Walking Dead series I guess so maybe there's a similarity as to why I didn't get into it mm. however when they announced they were bringing out a Batman one I'm like I, I'm, I'm in it I've got that it. looks so good so I so there's been a, I think there's two out I think it's two out um and I picked up the first one a little while ago but I've actually finally started to really properly play it and uh I have to say I am really enjoying it because it's just different because yes you can do point and click stuff yes you can kind of do fighting but the fighting is all kind of controlled yeah so it is a little bit like you're playing an an interactive comic book almost or interactive mm-hmm. movie, and then at certain points, someone will come to attack you, and at certain points, like, you see Batman will go to swing, and then it will tell you on the controller, like, you've got to push the controller up, or if he's doing a batter run, you've got to press this button, and you've got to do it quick enough so that he will react. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in between those scenes, you've got lots of sort of dialogue moments where you're just talking to people, and depending on what your responses is, they're, they're replying a different way, and there'll be certain things you say and it will flash up on the screen saying, oh, Harvey didn't remember that. And when that kind of happens, I always sort of think, oh, shit, what have I done now? <laughs> you know, I've just said a oh, really no. innocent comment. Like, hey, how's it going, Harvey? Harvey will remember what you said. I was like, wow. Oh, <laughs> intense. Um, Did I accidentally insult his mom? What happened? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, this, so this game kind of deals with... Um, as I say, Harvey Dent's in there, Catwoman's in there. Um, and a lot of it is to do with kind of Harvey's uh, origin into Two-Face, which is pretty cool. Um, and there's this, this other enemy, which is this cult called the Children of Gotham. And I have... There's five episodes within the series, and I am on um, episode... I'm just about to start episode four. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, episode three ends with a bit of a twist that I didn't see coming. Ooh. Which is quite a... For me, I was quite, wow. So, yeah, I'm really, really enjoying it. And I'm definitely going to, after this one's done, um, I'm definitely going to pick up the the next one in the series. I've heard that it's not necessarily as good, but I still want to check it out, which I think is called The Enemy Within. So, yeah. Mm. They also do a Guns of the Galaxy. I know you like Guns of the Galaxy. That's why I just want to say quick. They also do a Guns of the Galaxy one as well. Oh, okay. See, right, about the Batman one. Here's the thing. I really want to play Batman video games because I love Batman and I like his rogues gallery. Um, do you get to do much detectiving in this? Because one of my problems with like the Arkham games is that there's like a lot of there's a lot of fighting and there's also a lot of like stealth creeping about in the rafters, which I am not good at. I will straight up fall off a roof <laughs> like all the fucking time. <laughs> it's me, um, Batman, oh, shit. <laughs> and just like sneak, sneak. Um, I'm not here. You can't see me. <laughs> I've just landed in a pile in the like middle of the room. I'm like, I'm not Batman. <laughs> um, so do you get to do like a lot of detectiving and like? stuff that doesn't involve a lot of like uh let's say stealth skills <laughs> yeah there's no real stealth stuff in it it's not really that sort of a game 
Oh, good. Um, you do have to do some detective stuff, but it's not. Again, it's not that complicated. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't it doesn't tax you that much. But it's things like you'll be at a crime scene and you can link different pieces of evidence together. Oh, okay. Um, and then once you've kind of linked the evidence together, you'll then do a bit of a replay of what Batman thinks has happened and stuff like that. So it, it, it is to a certain extent, you're just watching a movie that at certain points you can control elements of that movie, but you are still playing for a movie. So they do hold your hand somewhat to get you free. Okay, fair enough. Oh, that feels like it might be more for me then. <laughs> but it, but it's for me, it's more about it's more about the, the story and the fact a lot of it focuses on Bruce Wayne, which you don't often get. Mm-hmm. Uh, most Batman games, it's all about Batman, and you know this one is more about Bruce Wayne with Batman sort of on the side. Good stuff. Good times. And on that note, we've about hit our half hour, so. That was episode 21 of Stace and Barry in the morning. Oh dear. Did you just have like a massive swig of coffee or something? No, I was going, <laughs> as in like... Oh, fair dues. It was either that or go sass, and I feel like I've done that to death, so I was trying something, <laughs> which clearly didn't okay. work. So. I mean, it was just so loud in my in my headset that it <laughs> felt like you'd, you'd accidentally done it and didn't mean to. Like. <laughs> no, it was all planned. <laughs> Okay, fair do as well. Hey, guys, if you want to send us like an email or do a Twitter at us, you can do those things uh, at Stace and Barry at gmail.com or at Stace and Barry on Twitters. Uh, leave us an iTunes review or a pod chase review. I mean, I feel cheeky saying that because what I mean there is leave the parlour a review because <laughs> this is on the parlour feeds. So that's the only one you can leave a review for. Okay. But hey, do that anyway because that's nice of you yeah. and that. And also, we're great, I think. Yes. So, do that. Have a lovely weekend, you beautiful bastards. Yeah, enjoy your weekends all, and just think I might be flooded by next week because my roof might have collapsed in. Oh. Enjoy your weekends, though. <laughs> MacGyver yourself up a canoe or something. <laughs> MacGyver myself up a canoe. <laughs> you know what I mean, you know. Like, no, I don't know what you mean. Like, wing it. <laughs> Like get get like I don't know a piece of chewing gum and like a I don't know a washing up bucket and some bits of wood and canoe baby. Right. <laughs> Thanks for that useful piece of advice, there. So I'll get right on that. Just Please like don't MacGyver would. <laughs> Even if you said to MacGyver, he'll be like, "I can't do anything with that. That's just what." Look. <laughs> just climb the scaffolding and sit on that instead. Okay. I'll, I'll do that. So if I'm not here in two weeks, it's because I've fallen to my death. And it's I was going to say, climb some wet scaffolding. <laughs> yeah. That seems like a good You've idea. You've got no experience of knowing how to climb. <laughs> good luck. Parkour. Plank. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye. <laughs>